Now it's time for the Southern Cross. We love a bit of live radio, and so that's the way we do it. Uh, in studio, I've got Sri Krishnamurthy, who's the contributing editor from Pacific Media Centre, and also Will Elahia from the Polynesian Panthers. And so how are you two today? Very good, thank you. Yeah, good? Ni hao ma, maru li. Oh, ni hao, ni hao. <laughs> Great. Well, I thought today um, we'd start off with having a chat with Will um, about the Polynesian Panthers. So for the listeners who... who can't believe they wouldn't, but who don't know who the Polynesian Panthers are, could you give us a bit of background? As to the movement. Oh yeah, no. There's a lot of people who don't know about us because we were we went when we set up back in 1971, uh, June the 16th. Um, this year is our 49th anniversary. Wow, happy birthday! Wow, wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we uh, we were a response to at a time when there was racism was quite rampant uh, towards Maori and Pacific, and to uh, others. Um, but at that time, you know, and so we brought the, brought the brunt of it. So, cut a long story short, picked up a book called Seize the Time. I was here at uni at that time, mm-hmm. doing a bugger all in uh, anthro and sociology. <laughs> and um, and uh, I got, um, picked up this book about the Black Panthers in America, who were at that time getting having shootouts with the police. Mm-hmm. And read that book and realised a lot of the stuff that was happening to our black American uh, family in uh, America was was happening to us here in Aotearoa. Mm-hmm. So we set up the Polynesian Panthers. Yeah. So I wanted to ask about uh, issues of representation of Pacifica communities and uh, I guess the police have come out and said that racial bias is something that exists within um, within their, their uh, institution. And so what is your response to that? Well, it's about time they admitted it, mm-hmm. you know, because we uh, institutional la- racism here is very subtle and very uh, colonialised. And so, you know, this is what we've been uh, trying to say to people and I'm glad that they've started to wake up and come out with it Mm -hmm. because once you come out of it, then you can start working on the problem, you know. So during our day, we used to have a thing called a pig patrol, Mm -hmm. which stood for police investigation group. (laughs) So we used to go and, uh, you know, they used to target our our people, so we, we followed them. Yeah, so, you know, um, and a lot of times they spent time trying to get rid of us. So while they were get, trying to get rid of us, uh, our people were able to go home without getting picked up. In 1975, we, um, when Rob Muldoon was a Prime Minister, mm. and um, that's, when, that's when you start sort of motivating yourself? In 1975, by that time, we were four years old. Yes. Yeah, and so in 1975, uh, we were starting to... We had all of the programs. The dawn raids. Yeah. yeah, and that was the beginning of the dawn raids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. what What are the dawn raids? Uh, the dawn raids, uh, uh, the peop- uh, ironically, it was overstayers, and ironically, I would like if we have a bit of space to talk about mm, for sure, the yeah. 2020 overstayers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, in those days, a lot of our people, um, you know, stayed on. Um, after their permit expired mm. and uh, because this, this country was promoted as milk and honey as it was to your community and everybody mm. else so you know come over to New Zealand and hey yeah. we've got the best country in the world here so you don't blame people for mm. skipping the permit <laughs> to stay here because also they were getting good money in there mm. but the police were targeting us the interesting thing at that time was that the largest number of, poly- of overstayers were actually Americans and British but yet they targeted Pacific Islanders, so they dawn raided our people. Mm. Are we are we are we still seeing 
those kind of relationships uh, and discrimination towards Pacifica migrants right now in 2020? Uh, you still see it, but it's very, but it's not as blatant as it was when we are day, because you know we kind of got it sorted out. For example, we stopped the dawn raids. Mm. A lot of people don't realise that, because what happened. Why we call ourselves panthers is because the actual animal itself doesn't attack. But when it attacks its aggressor for its self-defence, it will attack. But the difference between a panther, a lion, a tiger and a pussycat is that when it attacks, it wipes out its aggressor. So here we are, as a brother mentioned, 1975, have a big meeting. At that time we had about uh, 13 chapters throughout Aotearoa, five were in prisons. And we had a call meeting because we felt like we were attacked. Mm -hmm. So our solution was, how are we going to wipe out this aggressor? Guess what? Mm -hmm. How did you think we did it? Putting yourself in a situation. If your people was getting dawn raided, how would you think that stopped the dawn raids? Mm -hmm. What do you reckon, Shree? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. How would you have done it? Well, I wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't have done it any different from you. Thanks. Yeah. So we dawn raided the ministers of parliament. Yeah. Gave them a gave them a taste of what it's like to be dawn raided early in the morning. Yeah. Morning wake up call. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, my reconnaissance got the wrong house, and so we dawn raided the wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> my group, but fortunately the other groups hit the target. That's good. That's good. Now, will you going back to parliament this this week? Um, in July, yes, we're going back yeah. to. Um, we're going to present uh, uh, a petition regards mm -hmm. to the present overstayers. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, tell me about this this new petition. Yeah, it's put out by the Pacific Leaders Forum, um, who are a collective of you know the so-called elite community leaders of us, and we're trying to get signatures to actually for people and all people, and and we're not just asking for overstays, Tongan overstays. We're asking for all people that are who love our country enough. They pay taxes, mm -hmm. you know that kind of stuff, but they you know. But they need to be permanent. So we're asking with this void going on in regard to there's a lot of jobs, but there's hardly anybody, you know, coming in or, or, or we, you know, stopped it. With the recognised employer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so that's what we're doing, yeah. So we're asking people to uh, sign the petition and mm. hoping that people can come to the Facebook on uh, Pacific Leaders Forum Facebook or come to BFM. We have some copies here yeah. to, uh, to sign. What's the link? What's the website link? Yeah, it's a it's the Pacific uh, Leaders Forum Facebook page, yeah. you know. So just go to yeah, and also uh, like we have some hard copies up here, and we're trying to collect it so that we can present it on the fifteenth of July. Yeah, no, I'm really interested. Um, my my grandmother actually was an overstayer, and then um, when my grandfather passed away, she had to go back to China um, to return his body back to because um, in our culture you have to go back to the land that you came from. And so once she left, um, she got blacklisted and well, can never come back. She she did overstay and they didn't know until well, she left. So, it's yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like in Nati Peru, mm. you die anywhere else to take you back to your, yeah. to your Iwi place. Mm, mm, mm. That's, yeah, a similar, similar concept to my culture. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we are, uh, we are descendants of um, your, you know, I mean, your, 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 your um, civilization is... Yeah, millenniums, these fellas. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm sure we'll if we look, look far back enough, there's someone who's <laughs> got some similarities. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I want to talk about the parallels with the uh, movement that's currently happening in America, the Black Lives Matter movement. And so what kind of uh, parallels are we seeing? How are we learning from each other? Interesting, I was talking to some Black Panthers uh, yesterday mm -hmm. uh, from California. 
Um, and I tried to do the parale- parallels, parallels between because us Pacific Islanders were brought in to Aotearoa, mm. just like they were brought, well, they weren't brought, they were taken from, from Africa, you know, and became slaves. Uh, we were brought in from the islands at a time when the economy, as a brother mentioned, the economy at that time, Muldoon wasn't. They needed, they needed workers. So now that and then and then all of a sudden they started to use it as a um, uh, political ploy, you know, to try and blame us for all the problems they had. So they had this dawn raid where they dawn raided our people, even though at that time the largest number of overstayers were from America and Great Britain. Mm-hmm. We definitely don't see that kind of response in regards to others. I mean, yeah, I guess they're mainly white. So there's, there's something there. There's something there. Yeah, and it's called institutional racism, as we call it, because, you know, our, our, our society is predominant, you know, based on the Western, Westminster um, European system, mm. you know. Mm. And so, it's uh, very but, subtle. Yeah. Very subtle. Yeah. Mm. What, what would you say about the way um, uh, Pacifica communities are, are represented nowadays? Well, this is interesting, see, because mm. at the moment we've got the highest number of Pacific Island um, and Māori members of Parliament. Mm. So there should be some changes. Mm. And if there are not some changes, then they're as much guilty as those that are in power. Mm. So, you know, th- this is the big push that we're doing now. We're going with this petition to go and see whether these people who've been after our vote you know, mm-hmm. to actually start seeing, to use the vote, you know, and it's really, um, it's really important for us, you know, Kiwis, you know, because I call myself a Tiwi, mm-hmm. uh, that's John Olomo's word for us, Tongan Kiwis, um, and you know, when you look at our history, we are a country of revolutionaries, you know, we were the first country to give the woman the vote, we were the first country to have nuclear free, we were the first country to kick, kick, Shall I say it? Oh, I can. It's BFM. <laughs> Kick ass on uh, <laughs> COVID-19, COVID right? Mm. And so we're hoping that, uh, you know, for this work that we're doing with Shri and, all, and, and people like yourself, we want to kick racism out. Mm. Interesting, on the day of the Black March, Black, um, Black Lives Matter, uh, I was so rapt to see all these young people and different ethnicities come together. And one of the young ones said to me, he said, you know what, Will? Racism is not a problem to us. And I could see what he means. They are mixing together. They're seeing each other as individuals, you know, part of a family. You know, he said, oh, it's, it's you, you old school guys, you know, it's your problem. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> but to me, that was, I was, honestly, I was wrapped. You know, um, so I, I labelled the squad the 5,000 plus, you know, as part of history, you know, of our 5 million Kiwis. Mm-hmm. That's something I wanted to um, to ask a lot of our listeners as well, uh, probably younger. Uh, and so for the young activists out there, and so how do you keep a movement going and what advice do you have? Uh, yes. Um, one of the problems we had in the Panthers is because one of our Panther members said, once a Panther, always a Panther. Mm-hmm. What, I can say to, what I can say to the people that are in the activist thing, mm-hmm. our nation is a nation of activists mm. you can't not act if you don't act you're not a kiwi mm. you know what i mean yeah because yeah. our country is a country of activism you know we we uh we helped um you know end um, apartheid in south africa and um i actually um i actually uh came i actually felt like a kiwi again when nelson mandela wanted to have a meeting with us and he told us about the effect mm. 
that we had when we were having these big battles in Eden Park. I was charged, I had 36 charges on me. I was facing 10 years, um, you know, 36 members of the Red Squad. Mm. By the time we finished, 24 of them were permanently injured, couldn't go to work as, mm. uh, as a cop. I still get in, um, injuries here from those days, mm. but I'm glad. I'm glad we made the stand. And this Mandudu came over, especially for your good case. That's right, mate. No, you're right there, mate. You know, um, yeah, Desmond Tutu, he's an archbishop. He came in, as a brother said, mm. to... Uh, and and so I was found not guilty. Mm. But I, I, I felt, Tree, you know, when I came out of the courthouse and the cops were saying, BFM, right? Or fucking get you here, Allah, here. So, you know, so... Uh, um, and I thought, well, I'd better get, get, go away because they were, they were just so upset because these same guys in the Red Squad were the same guys we, 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 we know, had battles with in the, in the Panthers. And they were just getting tired. I was getting off all the time because, hey, I knew how the system works. So I, I couldn't help if I had David Longy as my lawyer and other people like that. And so I, I got off. But when I went out there, I was so upset that I had to have a black man from South Africa come and tell New Zealand that what I did was, you know. Mm. So I self-exiled myself back to Tonga. Never never flew on Air New Zealand, never had any New Zealand food, you know. So, and it took Nelson Mandela, his invitation, back in 96 mm. for me to make me feel like I was a Kiwi again. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's something I wanted to ask about is is kind of the dialogue that we're having right now with the relationship with the police and so last week we tragically did see um, a police officer get shot and so I guess it's a bit of a difficult question but do you do you think that we can still have a productive dialogue moving forward or do you get the feeling that um, people are starting to kind of use that as an as an excuse uh, to keep having armed patrols? We've never had armed controls, and I'm so glad that the police, you know, I mean, this is, I even said to the police officer, the inspector before my speech, I said, you must have been tapping my phone, because I was about to talk to you guys about your armed squad. Mm. So they cancelled on Wednesday, and I was speaking on Sunday, you know, mm. and so we we don't need an armed squad here. Mm. We've had, you know, we've had decades and, and centuries of police just being on. The unfortunate thing is that we're influenced by the global uh, pandemic of trumpets. You know what the trumpets are? They're the pets of Trump. Mm. And so they're, they're going around trying to say to us that we need, you know, you need to arm the police. And, that kind of, and you'll say, you're right. And condolences to the family of that young fella that, um, from the shore that got shot. Matthew Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Matthew Hunt. yeah cool. See, that's what I like about Shri. You know, he's, he's on the case, this fella. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know. Um, we, we we feel for feel for the family, but you know, they they now experience what a lot of our families have experienced in getting shot, mm. getting in prison for, or getting getting their freedom robbed, mm. right? That's what I say. I'm not saying, you know, to validate it, but I don't. It, it's like a, it's like this. We have a saying in the Panthers: you don't fight racism with racism. In other words, you don't fight guns with guns. You fight racism with intercommunalism, and that's what we're doing here. Mm. All different races getting together and working it out. That's the way we can do it without having to pick up a gun. The Americans have got that because, you know, they've got their cowboys and Indians mentality, you know. 
you know, that, and that's part of the history. Mm. It wasn't part of our history here. Yeah, sure. Um, and was there anything... Right, Shree? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thought um, we'd, we'd play a song and then move on to a discussion with Shree yep. about some things happening in the Pacific. Uh, but do you want to introduce the song, Will, that you yeah. picked out? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, well, I, after the Panthers, I ended up managing a band called Herbs. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, we carried on the... Because I felt music speaks louder than words, so you know it was far easier to uh, get people convinced by music rather than a rather than a protest march on Queen Street. So this is a a, a track um, by the band, and um, as you can see, I'm having a, a mental state here. What was the name of the track? I've got homegrown <laughs> by the herbs coming up. Here we go. I knew it was something relevant. <laughs>
You're listening to 95BFM and we've had some texts um, come in with our chat with Ilala here from the uh, Polynesian Panthers and Shri Krishnamurthy. And so we had someone text in, uh, Black Lives Matter is a lie funded by George Soros to start a race war in America. It's time to wake up. What's, uh, what's our response to that? Well, it's a, um, it's a very good thing. I mean, uh, what do you say, Will? I was going to ask you, what are you going to say, mate? Yeah. Because uh, I've been talking all morning. Because um, Black Lives Do Matter. And um, it's it's um, it's quite serious, and it, it especially in the U.S. Um, with the shooting of George Floyd, um, you, you, you can t- you can see everywhere you go that um, black people are suddenly or not so suddenly put down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For sure, Kia And uh, we also had someone text in, um, I think that killing of cop was meth-related. We must heal the meth wounds and trauma too. Uh, meth is a blight in the world and drug cartels make the most in New Zealand. Yeah, no, meth is attacking our people. It's a major, you know, if, there's, if we're talking about a um, pandemic, mm-hmm. meth is a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, the same attitude we talk to COVID-19, we got to, you know, we got to say it to the people because it's, it's damaging a lot of our people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, even, dam- it's even cheaper than... Um, buying weed, mm. and th- that's that's a terrible thing. I mean, I, I, when I came back from Australia, and um, t- ten years ago, it was really big in Australia, and then I warned everybody in New Zealand that this 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 is a scourge that's coming. Mm. It's it's going to be a pandemic. Yeah, and I yeah. Think, yeah, I think our way as well with dealing with drug problems should be from like rehabilitation rather than you know throwing people in jail yeah. or um, having these things. Is that that doesn't help the issue, right? Like it's it's it's, it's a sickness. Yeah, and it's it's why do people fall into these things like dealing with poverty and inadequacies? That you know, it's it's a whole systemic thing. Everything's inter- uh, interrelated. Oh, we'll move on to the second part of our uh, Southern Cross segment with Shri. Um, I thought we'll continue our chat about the University of South Pacific saga that we talked about yeah. last week. So what's, so basically, to summarise, what ha- happened was uh, there were allegations of uh, misconduct, financial misconduct yes. in the University of South Pacific. And, and kind of what's the updates now this week? Well, um, last week on Friday, the um, special council meeting was held and we voted 22-9 for in favour of reinstatement of the of um, the VC Pal Alualia. And um, of course, I mean, you, you could see it on Facebook that um, students are singing outside his home when he got reinstated. And he's a, he's a really good man. I mean, he, I, mean I wrote a story here, but um, I wrote a story on him. And uh, he's written four books, um, and he's a, he's a very, um, very, very strong academic. Mm. How are we seeing the way uh, Pacific communities are responding to this? How well, are students the, feeling? I mean, you, you always saw um, this, um, the, you, you always saw um, the staff and students from different campuses mm. all all protesting against um, his um, his um, uh, suspension. Mm. And um, on Friday, Winston Thompson, who was the um, pro chancellor. Left the meeting an hour earlier, so it has uh, left left with an Iranian pre- uh, president, Lionel Angemia, to um, chair the rest of the meeting, mm-hmm. and that's when they decided to reinstate him. Mm-hmm. Also, there was like a coup coup d'état yeah. within the um, within yes. the uh, con- counselling. That's not, that's not a new thing for the PGNs, <laughs> are having no, coups. <laughs> no, it's, I, mean, I, I wrote a story about him, and I'm, I I really. He's a really good man. I mean, he comes across as being a really decent man, mm-hmm. and um, there's no way that the staff went. The staff went up to him within months of him being being instated, 
um, as, as a VC. And they complained about um, mismanagement of funds and um, things, the things that, that were going wrong. And consequently, he raised, he raised it in a paper called Breaches, Breaches, um, Breaches and Consequences. Um, I, I, so um, he then got suspended. For revealing the truth. Yeah, for revealing the truth. Yeah, that's a problem about a lot of the institutes in the islands are. You know, they, when they start, you know, I think it's, you know, the old pal corrupt, eh, bro? Yeah. When they become pal, but whereas this guy was doing the right thing and exposing the, I know, I know the feedback from the Tongans, you know, because we have a couple of satellite uh, yeah. units in Tonga, and they were, you know, questioning why this guy was there, because they were saying, they were supporting what you're saying, Shri, yeah. that he was a good man. Are we going to see the processes change in, in the way uh, they handle these kind of things in the unis? Well, I hope so. I mean, I certainly hope so, because I mean, ESB is, um, is, is a regional university, and um, the, the whole region if it wants to see change, and they, they deserve it. Mm. And, and, and he's, he's, he's in charge of 18,000 students. Mm. Um, and as, um, as, as I said, um, they, they are going to have to change. Mm -mm. And... Um, the second thing that was really troubling was um, they took the li librarian Elizabeth Reed in for questioning, and also Eliasi Finansiasi, general secretary, general secretary of the union. Mm. So they took them in and uh, for, uh, police took them in for questioning. Why? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's certainly not a good thing. I mean, it's very really troublesome that these things are happening in Fiji. Mm. Mm -mm. Um, mm. And well, was there anything else you wanted to add in terms of the uh, news in the Pacific for this week, just because we're um, wrapping yeah. it up for today? Um, because um, Fiji is now working on a bulla bubble oh, yes. in, in, in tourism. And it's also quarantining, if you quarantine in New Zealand or Australia, and they go to Fiji, you, as long as you have a medical certificate that says you've been quarantined, then you go, go in the VIP, um, uh, VIP status. And you you can go to a, spe a, spe a specific destination right. and for your holiday, and also um, uh, um, the friend Banamarama is um, is is also saying that you can also quarantine in Fiji if you go there. Mm. There and designated hospitals, designated hotels. Because we are we are seeing a slight rise in cases yes. in New Zealand. So is is this a correct decision well, to? Uh, I don't know, but mm. economically, it is really damaging Fiji. Mm. Um, with um, almost 400,000 people out of work yeah. in the tourism sector. Mm. Okay. So um, they, 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 want, they want to get the economy up and running. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you've got to realise also, it's our people coming back to Aotearoa, you know, coming home because they, they see that our place is a safe place. Mm. So, you know, it's a bit of a slip up. Mm. But then, is this our second wave? Because that's what's happening around the world. That's Is this the our second wave? Well, you it reckon? Could be. Could be. Um, but we, we, we've got to let them back in because they're, they're New Zealanders. Exactly. Mm. It's like they're coming home. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's sure. that's why I have this um, thing with the New Zealand government. You know, us Tongans used to come down here before. You know, with the Maoris and that kind of mm. stuff. We didn't have a permit on the beach. Yeah. Come off the waka and sort of some guy comes and stamps you a little piece of paper. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Will and Shree, for jo joining me in studio today. And that was um, Shree from the Pacific Media Watch Centre. You can check out all the updates and news on the PAC Media Centre uh, website. And we'll be back uh, after a quick break. That was the Southern Cross. 